the fallout over the tax leak scandal at PwC. It's now engulfing all of the big four consulting firms and they face massive fines if they promote dodgy schemes that exploit legal loopholes. The crackdown will also change secrecy laws which currently prevent the tax office from alerting police and regulators when unlawful activity is uncovered. But is the action enough to sideline calls for a royal commission. We're joined now by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, who's been following this saga closely. Peter, good morning. Given the uh, public concerns over the PWC scandal, and now, as we heard from Angus Grigg a little bit earlier on the program, Four Corners alleging that KPMG overcharged the Defence Department, how significant is this crackdown? Well, good morning, Tom. In terms of uh, potential fines, this is a massive escalation up from $7.8 million to $780 million for firms who get caught running tax exploitation schemes. That's a 100-fold increase, and as you can imagine, it's going to get the attention of any wrongdoers. Treasury will also review the regulation of all of the big four firms, and importantly, as you mentioned, uh, secrecy provisions will be scrapped. Uh, You'll recall the Australian Tax Office was unable to alert federal police or other regulators when the uh, PwC confidentiality breach on a multinational crackdown was first uncovered. Penalties for firms who market tax avoidance schemes have only applied six times since they were brought in 20 years ago, which begs a pretty big question about why they haven't been used extensively. But it's highly likely we'll now see a lot more fines, though $780 million is the maximum penalty. Still a very big stick that puts the heat on the big four. I've been speaking with the forensic journalist and investigator Tom Ravlich, who believes tough action now means a royal commission, which is pretty costly, won't be necessary the increase in fines a hundredfold is something that firms are going to look at, possibly make a few people go green because there will be a real cost for anybody that is caught doing anything that even looks like flogging a tax scheme. How significant is the lifting of secrecy provisions on the tax office so it can inform other agencies or regulatory bodies when it sees unlawful or unethical behaviour? If the government can do this well enough, it will mean the ATO could refer people to the AFP without being too concerned about secrecy provisions in law. That's a problem. It should have been fixed ages ago. Does this crackdown mean that there's no need for a Royal Commission? Look, Royal Commissions are expensive. If you've got a government that's got backbone, if you've got parliamentary committees that are doing their job properly, you can get meaningful reform without spending millions of dollars and guaranteeing the employment of lawyers with practising certificates for eternity. The government's always got the option if it finds the large firms are not cooperating with parliamentary committees, they can still hang over people's heads. But right now, I don't see a need for one. The confidentiality breaches at PwC started all of this, but this crackdown really covers the entire industry. What sort of uh, chill winds would be blowing through boardrooms at the moment? This increases the temperature for people that are involved in the provision of advice or involved in designing solutions for entities that might help minimise tax. This will alert people to the to the fact that there are serious consequences for tax advisors that get involved in this space. There was a lot of criticism out of the Financial Services Royal Commission about the banking executive accountability regime that it didn't really hit anyone, but does this appear to be tougher? The issues related to the firms 
increases in penalties will cause people to think long and hard about the way in which they conduct their practice. Risk management partners will probably also have cause to breathe a sigh of relief, though, because this gives a whip hand to those people in firms that have to manage partners that might want to be a bit more avant-garde, and that'll make it easier for them to enforce internal firm guidelines. Forensic journalist and investigator Tom Ravlich speaking there with Peter Ryan, who's still with us. Peter, the company reporting season moving into top gear now, and the big one this week is the Commonwealth Bank. What do you think that could tell us about pressures in the economy? Well, this will be revealing given that the CBA is Australia's biggest bank and the biggest home lender. So after 12 interest rate rises since May last year, the CBA's full year profits um, will give us a bit of an idea about loans going bad, what the CBA is putting aside uh, to deal with just distressed loans, levels of mortgage stress, and then what happens when fixed rate loans expire and borrowers move into a higher variable rates world. Expectations are for a monster profit of about $10.3 billion. Sounds pretty big, but analysts will be looking for signs of strain where the CBA's profit margins are under pressure. Also, the economic outlook and risks of Australia falling into a recession, given that the Reserve Bank's once again downloaded its uh, outlook for economic growth to just 0.9% by the end of the year. Peter, thank you very much as always uh, for joining us. The ABC Senior Business Correspondent Peter Ryan there.